my husband watched a few commercial and he was like, well, I don't get that. And also they're all in English. And he was like, what the hell's happening? And then he kept asking me like, what do you, how much does this cost? And like, why do they do that? And I was like, I'm going to get all the information on Tuesday. I'll get back to you. <laughs> Can you hear me? Is this yeah, helpful? you sound great. Yeah. Got great. Sound Got good it. now. You got those special uh, fancy earplugs that you bring to the concerts. That's it. That's it. Mark That's has, it. Mark has a, a case like a special case that he opens up at shows these like perfectly molded earphones come out ear shaped plugs. like his cochlea yeah. i just feel like Schiffer, how much you need to wear earphones why wouldn't you have that because i have I, I just stuff ear, i just stuff earplugs in all of my pants I, right well, well okay so here's an argument for them and then because this could go on you know for a long time but it's like Exactly. You go to more shows than anybody I know. You listen more intently and notice more details than anybody. Yet you stuff pieces of foam in your ears. <laughs> that just dulls the whole my my earplugs are in a special case. Becky knows yeah. I'm very like obsessed with my earplugs. So, and Chuck, you and I both have that weird itchy ear thing, probably from wearing like dirty AirPods and foamy <laughs> like jean pocket earplugs. But these are like $200. They're molded right oh, to your what? ear. Yeah. They're amazing. Right, and you, and you can wear them that. however many you know, shows. It's you like know a, what? People like a, are always fetching. They so, don't have Hanukkah presents for me. You're so bougie. No. Sound, so listen, if you were going to amortize think, that over the over a number of shows. I probably said spends $2,000 a year. On what, if you... I bet that if if we took if if we decided to undertake making a list of the things Shy has spent two hundred dollars on <laughs> that, that that are less Seven Eleven delivery of Cocoa Krispies <laughs> that are less useful. We would be here like for two days. The, the Maxim Super Bowl party with Dad. At the... <laughs> Guy Fieri's hot dog. It's a great idea. That right before you have to go sit in a burning hot stadium for hours on end to go eat a bunch of chili dogs made by Four guy theory hot dogs to be honest i don't know how I, you and dad did not get I, diarrhea well i think you're just assistant you just yeah. shut down though because you were yeah. like i'm not i can't also dad and, and i dad and i were just nervously eating um those like roasted nuts like that come in a cone those like cinnamon roasted nuts we were just so hot stressed nuts. We ate we ate hot nuts and popcorn for that whole game. That you know that could be why the Eagles lost. There was no cheesesteak option that was readily available. Welcome to a super episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. What is now our, I think this is our sixth or fifth annual Super Bowl commercial roundup episode of the podcast with our expert advertising executive guru master, Mark Aronson. Welcome back, Mark. Great to be here. I've had a number of people ask me, is Mark doing the show this year? Who, who's, who's doing the... Is he doing the is he doing the commercials episode? Gotta gotta get that commercials episode out. So so this is it. People are this is this is going to be a blockbuster. People wait episode. all year. Blockbuster episode. You should have got a celebrity, mm -hmm. maybe. 
celebrity. You, I, you are a you celebrity. Are the celebrity. You are the celebrity. Right. <laughs> you're, you're the Ben Affleck of this podcast. Yeah, or, or maybe the Ben Stiller, or maybe the Anna Faris, oh. or maybe the John Hamm. I, or well, I don't know about that Anna Faris one. I don't think we should be talking about that one, like, up front. I mean, that needs to be unpacked a little. So we're talking about Super Bowl commercials, and I'll get this out of the way very quickly, because if you really want to know how my experience going with dad was, just go to my Instagram at pancake for table There's a 90-second reel of dad and I boogieing at the Maxim Super Bowl party. I think enough said Eating there. at the That's Guy it. Fieri tailgate, singing the Eagles fight song. And what was a great game. Bummer the Eagles lost, but... It was a great experience. Everyone there was great. The fans were great from both teams. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll get him next year. But you can't, you know, the legend of Patrick Mahomes is is large and he did great. And uh, I got to have one of the best weekends ever with dad. And so thank you, dad. And uh, that'll that'll be what I think about uh, when I think about this weekend. Now, I didn't get to watch this, the commercials until I was on the plane ride home. I was too nervous before the game. So. I, I cathartically wa- I downloaded all of them from YouTube and watched them on the plane, which was a which was a weird experience because there was no suspense. I just I watched them like they were. That's how TV I do it every year when oh, okay. I don't watch the bowl. But this year I watched them live because I watched the Eagles. But I'm not going to stay up till 4 a.m. every year to see, <laughs> to just, see a Toyota like, commercial. The, well, I don't know. Yeah, if and like a Dodge Ram commercial. All right. The, so, yeah, Tampa pick- not beat somebody else. So. Big picture, we're really going to focus on our expert here, and then we'll throw in our opinions. Mark, the trends this year, what what is the advertise? What was the advertiser? Like last year, it was obviously QR codes and crypto. That, yes, that, <laughs> we talked, yeah, extensively about that. That's last gone. Year. Our yes. trip to really South by a, Southwest a, shortly after the Super Bowl was a harbinger of that something bad was going to happen to crypto <laughs> because all I saw there was. People trying to sell NFTs of rabbits drinking carrot juice and twerking. So that, that seemed like a bad sign for crypto. But what's the big trends this year? So um, in terms of content, celebrities, massive. Uh, there were 66 celebrities in Super Bowl ads. Wow. wow. Massive. Uh, right. And some of them Mark, were, you know, marketing us with the stats. I love that. <laughs> I prepared 66. And that's an, uh, it's an uptick from other years is. Yes. That's an uptick. Um, wow. uh, 44 of them were men. 23 of them were people of color. Just in case you want the rest. Oh, wow. Interesting. No, I want all so, yeah, but here's, the Okay. But I actually, I have, can I insert a question <laughs> Sure. sure. in these stats? So you're saying you said 66 celebrities. Mm-hmm. Now, is that. 66 or is that 67 because serena appeared in two different brands you know what i i don't i don't have the answer which is bonkers by the way like that bonkers that she appeared in a i have so many follow-up questions on that does it make it less effective for each one did they know they were both hiring her like am i supposed to to disclose that much does she drink that much alcohol like i have so many questions well typically there is a category exclusivity in terms of a deal like that. And it's possible they said, well, you know, uh, low carb dip- beer and a Remy right. Martin like are not competitive actually in the same, in the same, you know what I mean? But but I I, I think I don't know, it's quite strange to be honest. I, I, like I'm not to be the, in the, two the, alcohol commercials. The the most important thing about that commercial though, the Michelob commercial, the Caddyshack one, which was fine, was 
while we were in Phoenix, I could not for the life of me figure out why there was one of the Super Bowl har- Super Bowl parties was hosted by Serena Williams and star of succession Brian Cox. Mm. Like, <laughs> what is this pairing? What is this? Oh, that's a great we have a, question. A great, and that's I love really Brian funny. Cox, but like, who's showing up to see Brian Cox host a <laughs> okay, Super Bowl? That's, that's hilarious. But I have a question. Bro, oh, go ahead. Wait, go ahead. No, it would be like if Lily and Dad went to a Super Bowl party together. It actually makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh, I love tennis, but my question wait, is: Wait, Mark had an oh. answer. Let him answer. Oh. No, 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 no. I, I was just—I was going to bring it back to the. So you, you go, Lily. I was going to bring it back. back. To the, get no, to bring the, it back. Uh, you bring it back. Okay, I'll just bring it back. Um, I, I think to the point of Caddyshack, right? That's the other kind of big, I think, theme or trend is nostalgia. Like you saw it in mm-hmm. all kinds of ways, um, re- like either, you know, old references, brands, celebrating Greece. anniversaries, you know, old even, movies. right, even right. you had Farmer's Dog, um, which is a new brand, but, but, uh, you know, very retrospective. So tons of kind of nostalgia, like as a, as a theme. And it's sort of uh-huh. interesting, right, because you had like the first Super Bowl of COVID, there was everything was very purposeful and we're going to get through this and right. we're going to help. Yeah. The yeah. And then, and then right last year, we had kind of this, like, we're, we're going to try to get into some jokes, you, you know what I mean? And then, you know, this was, I don't know. I think the other thing, you know, this isn't really a trend or a theme or whatever, but, but just noticing the reaction from the industry, like it's almost unanimously, like everybody whiffed it. Like it, like the, the overall <laughs> quality no star. Has, were, were, were kind of brutal. Um, you know, not great. Okay. You know, yeah, that's not to say there weren't good ads. There are, and and I'm and I'm the last person to be critical of of all the people working on it. It's just like getting a Super Bowl ad produces like you know the craziest thing you can right. do. You have empathy so hard, for what right? they're going you're, through. You're paying seven million dollars for thirty seconds, which means what? That's like a fifty million dollar project overall. In Potentially terms of producing it. And well, there, well, there's two things. There's the investment of it. So okay, seven seven million dollars is just for the time. Right. right. So now you have like, to okay, make okay. the actual commercial and pay the celebrity. And... Right. And so if you're going to get your money's worth, okay, then, then, right. That's why you see all these celebrities. Well, let's pay a million for whatever, or let, you know, we, we need other, in, you know, ways of, of, of capturing the interest and in making this investment pay off. Cause, cause truthfully, $7 million at the moment, like it's almost, it, it kind of, it's down. It's off the graph a little bit, like in, in terms of, in terms of a, a typical brand's media spend and media budget and like $7 million, you know, when it's three and a half million dollars, $4 million, $5 million. But, but now, right. It, it, it's jumped so significantly that like, this is a massive investment. Oh, okay. And, right. and so. Do you think you know that that's I mean? affected the quality? Do you think that we're seeing in, in a, in commercials? A, in a funny way? Yes. Cause I, I think what ends up happening, right. Typically right, the way most Super Bowl ads get made, and obviously I'm not talking about all, but typically, right, you have a, a brand, right, Do, you know, whoever it is, Netflix, GM, whatever, and uh, and the, there are people who work for the brand, right, we call them the clients, right, those are the, mm-hmm. those are the people in the marketing department of the company, and then there's an agency, um, right, who is tasked with coming up with the ad, the creative concept, mm-hmm. whatever, and then helping to shepherd it through and get it made and that kind of stuff. And so what you have is people with pretty much aligned incentives, but not exactly. And you have people with with different outlooks in terms of the role of creativity and what's going to work and what's most important and that kind of stuff. So you have 
right? Like an, an easy way of looking at it. And, you know, this is overly simplified and too rudimentary, but like, you know, the clients, uh, th this is uh, from an analogy somebody told me once, right? The clients are the Bill Gates types. They, th they think of themselves proudly as the Bill Gates, right? I'm, I'm going to research this. I'm on it. I need this to work. This is going to be effective, right? And the, and the agency people are like, we are the Steve Jobs types. We're the visionaries. People don't know what they want, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if I would have asked mm -hmm. people what they want, they would have told me a better disc man or whatever, you know, like, and right. so, so and, and, and they're suspicious of each other a little bit, despite, you know, potentially having great relationships and, and all right that but of. also as the stakes get higher with the more and more expensive commercials you then do the safer bet which is like let's just put our money behind a celebrity that'll sell this maybe and then we don't have to worry so much about paying them i do have a smart to, commercial i do have to say the ones better. i felt like the ones that were good this year were so good hmm. the the handful that i thought were good and i thought they were so good because there was a sincerity to them and so or like an honesty was, to them right like, you know, there was, was some something sort of about happening. it that like wasn't gimmicky wasn't goofy or like it, even if it was gimmicky and goofy it was in a it was in a endearing sweet way it wasn't in the like i got this crazy idea and you just feel like a bunch of people slapping things on like you can tell the ones um, where, and I'm going to say like, for example, the avocado Mexico, where it just felt like a bunch of people in a room and everyone right. needed to slap an idea on it and no well, one wait, was working the, together. The, avocado, and then the concept with... was what if it was an apple in the garden of even given by a crazy muskrat or squirrel, as opposed to an avocado instead of an apple and what the world. Yeah. Would be. Again, and you're saying what? that. And you, then also, following that logic, and then, that, I'm sorry, I mean, I hate yeah. avocados and then because also, of you have, thank you. I'm yeah. And then. You also have a product that's a that's like very proudly Mexican avoc avocados from Mexico, very proudly, and it's like Anna Ferris as like not a single Mexican Eve? person. Like maybe there's no Mexican, the... but it's it just and... seemed so well, okay. But before we, or before I mean, I have on, a whole list have... that doesn't have to be my worst. I have a whole list okay. of worst, but, but the I, ones I that were question, great, though. I felt were really Can, great. This year. back to the celebrities for a second. Does it matter that like we have Serena and two alcohol commercials? It what matters more is that she's super, she's a sports person, obviously, and she's super famous, but that I don't give I don't buy for a second she's drinking either of those alcohols. That doesn't seem to matter. I think I, that's well, what I'm saying. It does matter. In some ways, so it's like I guess right, in some ways there there are like there used to be, like back in the day, like an actual endorsement. Which is like right, right? Like, like, like that dishonesty is there a little bit, like what Becky's saying. Whereas I love the Affleck commercial because he drinks Duncan all the time. All well, and and, time. and this is this is a key thing, like that actually dovetails with what Becky is saying. So right. in in two ways, one is like, and this is like a thing, like you know, growing. I worked in advertising basically for twenty years, right? And um and right, I worked on two well, sort of three really actually two Super Bowl commercials. Like, right? So that's a big thing, right? And celebrity has always been a thing, but now it's almost like table stakes because of the investment. So, but over and over and over again, everybody says a celebrity is not an idea. A celebrity is not an idea. A celebrity is not an idea. And so, and that's sort of back to what you're saying. Like, I think not only in terms of the sincerity, but there's a, an idea, like an actual cohesive idea, which makes sense mm -hmm. for the brand, uh, that, mm -hmm. that you believe where it's coming from and is actually telling you there's an old formula 
right? Like, a, you know, an age old formula for TV advertising when you had 30 seconds, which is right. You knew you, and you know what your audience is. You have an insight, right? Which is something that helps people kind of, you know, a hidden truth. There's something that, that shows that you understand who you're talking about. Right. And then you have your, you have the idea, right. Your unique selling proposition mm -hmm. or right. The, the, right. The thing that you're, mm -hmm. the, 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 the thing that you're trying, the point you're trying to make. Like why this product. Exactly. Well, right? I, right. I think a, a great example of that is the My Miles Teller one where it's just someone stuck on hold and being goofy and dancing. And you can believe like while you're on hold, you might have a beer and you're getting silly and you're having fun. And then it happens to be Miles Teller who all we want is to see him dance a dance. little more. Like we got Maverick earlier in the let, year and now I just want to see him dance. Let, let, let's see what Mark thinks of that. Well, um, I, I, and, and we could talk, I don't know if you want to do it in this section or later. Just um, just do it. Great. Just okay. Whatever you Feel want. Feel the flow. Yeah. My sisters are clearly not looking at that. I, 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 wait, right I'm sorry. Right before the show started, you gave us very different directions than the outline itself, which was to ask Mark questions. So I'm technically no, no. following. Use the outline. To, uh, okay. Go ahead. So that's in my best. Are we not in the best section anymore? Are we in the worst? Oh, we're Just go best. go ahead with Miles Teller. So I, I think, um, and that has been, right, because it, it's also it's it's fun to watch it's a it's a good ad it's engaging it's fun to watch um i actually don't know who uh miles teller is so that that was lost i'm sorry me. um where do you but, live and, again under a in a cave <laughs> under a rock is, top gun maverick uh, Wait, where top gun. Uh, top gun maverick okay yeah okay so and um, he does a dance in it in for a second like, in maverick that it's been all like people are obsessed with it. It's literally a split second. And so they capitalized on that just to get him dancing the whole ad. Okay. Okay. I'll buy that. So here's um, here's where I'm hung up on it as an advertising guy. And, and so again, the biggest thing in advertising, you have to keep telling yourself, you are not your audience. You are not your audience. You are not your audience. Right. So I could see why, you know, people are in, enjoying it and, and why it's one of the better ads. All right, but what they're what they're telling you about Bud Light, right, is that it's easy to drink, and so right, and that's the point they're trying to land about about Bud Light that mm. it's easy in Canada. You're not allowed to say that. You have to say easy drinking taste. Um, but but anyway, um, <laughs> easy, just, just, right, you add you, any extra word? Oh, easy drinking feet. No, you can't. You can't tell people. You don't want to encourage people to consume it, so you can't say it's easy to drink. But you could say it has an easy drinking taste. That's a red herring. Um, so, so the so right, they're trying to tell you it's easy to drink. Um, in the in the world of beer, and especially light beer, there's the what they call in the industry sessionability. And when a beer is sessionable, it means you can sit down and drink a lot of it at one time, like in uh -huh. a session, i.e., like so you're you're gonna go and watch a, a a game, a football game or basketball, you know, you you can drink six of them or you know, whatever, because, and it's not too heavy and it doesn't get you too wasted and, you know, that kind of thing. Because the, the, the key audience for a brand like Bud Light um, is what they call the heavies, quote unquote heavies, ah, right? So people and, who want to consume a lot. Right. Those are typically young men um, who drink 20 or more beers a week. And who saw Top Gun? Well, in so this they know case, who that, well, that that comes out, <laughs> that comes out, right? So, right. so there's part of this, right? And so they're trying to make a point about about it being easy to drink, and like, so this is like a, a bit of a long way for a ham sandwich, 
to make that kind of point, despite it being very fun and <laughs> a John Ham sandwich. Oh my! Don't even give me right. Like it, right, and and so and then and then the other thing, right, from an inside perspective that you see is like people are going bananas on the like um, industry fishbowl, whatever, about this idea being stolen, right? Because right, if you if you go um, if you go on YouTube, um, there's a guy Ooh. named Lenar Young. Ooh. Um, and and so and controversy and so, on the podcast. Uh, but, right. Oh, like, and and look, everything's kind of stolen in one way or another. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that Greece was like a direct, right? But so, but this is a guy, um, and and it's much crazier and whatever, but who is like, what happens when you get put on hold? Same hold music, like you know, that oh, classic, shit. classic hold music, except mm. then you know, he appears like playing the piano and like you know, getting crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, um, and so oh, so it's it's a you know, so there's some, you know, what and again, it's all insider. there wasn't anybody watching the super bowl who was like wait a minute is this from a two-year-old youtube you know or whatever but uh (laughs) um but anyway it's it's worth mentioning that there's some okay so so who were some of so it it does seem like from reading things that there's a sense that the commercials with there was a lot of nostalgia not only was a lot of nostalgia it was unclear like I guess the nostalgia is now directed at us. Thank goodness I showed my kids Zoolander recently. Otherwise, like I love Zoolander, but wow, way out of time. Where do I mean, you? I've think... never even seen Caddyshack. Like I don't, you know what I mean. Like I, that, that that reference is lost on me. I'm, you know, more than forty. 40. Right. Uh, exactly. So, where do you think people nailed it? Well, so I, I brought in a, a, something interesting. I don't know if this is helpful. I'm, I'm happy to just, you know, not go for it. Not, not go here. But there, there's something. <clears throat> So it's just, everything's subjective. There's the USA Today ad meter where people vote and right, everyone's got right. their favorites. Not, so I was, I was just trying to see, like, is there a slightly different angle, you know, just as, just for a little perspective, because I think it, it's funnest when we talk about the stuff that we, that we you know, love and, and don't. There's something, um, so for years, for generations, marketers have been trying to find ways of testing advertising and the effectiveness mm-hmm. of advertising. And there's a million flawed methodologies where they show people something and give them a survey, right? And, and everybody's too rational to actually say. So <clears throat> there's something that that began to be popular a few years ago called System One. Um, and it basically is, you know, this methodology uses the camera and your computer. It's at, it's at where they, you know, they get a sample of people, a statistically significant sample of people. Um, and they actually trace their facial expressions when they're while watching while they ad. watch the ad while they watch the ad and Whoa. and get information from them and and that kind of thing and been a so, lot of confusion on my face <laughs> right. and, and and so you know their um their um what do you call it their uh model right because there's two types of decision making system one which is your like intrinsic inside of your you know and then there's the system two, which is your rational mind where you convince yourself of something. So this was like, finally, we're going to find a way to, to, to find how people's brains actually. We're going to read people's minds. Right. So so essentially what they do is is there's kind of a couple of things um, that, that are related um, that they do to measure this stuff. And essentially, um, it, it is about the emotional resonance of the ad. So so they they put um, they put three things basically together which is um um uh, uh, people's emotional reaction to the ad right because that that is the thing that will help them remember it and help it stand out and help it make an impression on them um and then um they to that they add um 
their recognition of the brand or their response to the to the brand itself, which really favors known brands or 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 you know brands with really strong what they call key brand assets or like a lot of equity, right? And um, uh, and uh, and then um, they they add something called um, fluency, which is basically kind of the recognition of of the of the product and the brand that kind of thing. Anyway, so they you know they put it all together and they they released their um, you, you know they they did a thing where they measured the top ten ads of the Super Bowl in terms of how well it actually worked. And again, this isn't definitive. There's a million, you know, there's no, other no, Our list is the definitive one. Our, we, know yeah, this the, we have right. the right okay. list. Right. So, so there's some interesting ones and, and then, and then there's some Probably ones that are Jesus really, is number one. No, Jesus <laughs> is not number one, but I really want to talk about that. Okay. Well, but, do yeah, Jesus we next. have to make sure we talk so, about Jesus next. Okay. So I'll, when I, I'll, when I just tell you the top five or whatever. Yeah. Is that is that helpful, right? Yeah, so, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh number five, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna, you know, uh right. Number five was that um was that Jeep ad called Electric Boogie. Um is you that know, the one with Shaggy? Um the, it, no the, with the they, CG animals that look all like they're a cocaine bear. That was they're, terrible. They're dancing, they're dancing that was number it. this was five most liked. No, no. So five most effective, right? So effective doesn't necessarily mean best or liked, right? Based on the formula of the emotional resonance that it had with people, brand recognition and the fluency. Exactly right. So electric boogie jeep. So which is by the way, if you remember, it looked like it was made by an algorithm. It literally looked like. Well, but last year, if you remember, Jeep was your biggest dog of last year. Our clip, our sound clip we released was you talking about how Jeep did meet in the middle and what the hell was meat in the middle. This is a fascist fighting machine. So this year they went with dancing animals and they crushed it. I mean, look, not to break it down, because I don't want to get, because I agree. And to me, the stupidest part of that is like, oh, there's a charging station where there would never be a charging state. Like, you right. know what I mean? It's like, oh, and here we are in the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> right? there's, a, there's, a charging, electric, there's a charging station. Most people's problem with the electric cars. is. But but I think, you know, and again, I, I don't have insight into how it broke, but, but the Jeep in and of itself, like the shape, the truck itself is an icon Oh, for sure. So people know it's a Jeep all the way through the ad mm-hmm. and their expectation that a Jeep takes you, you know, on an adventure far out of the thing where other cars don't go, like, is all kind of right in line. And then I think they made it really fun and people probably looked at it and their faces were like, mm-hmm. you know, when they thought, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't so, know what look, animals look like. This, this is isn't hilarious. perfect science. Like, it's really okay. not. And I'm, right. so I'm not trying right. to say. So, so who's right. number four? Okay. okay. So, so that, so number, right. So number four, um, was an Amazon ad called Saving Sawyer, which is about that dog, you know, that tears up. Mm. Oh, uh, the, yeah. you know, the, the, that was uh, cute. That, that was cute. That was a, a good twist. They're going to give him away. Or you think they're just going to crate him? You think they're going to crate? He's actually yeah. crated right. when they're not home. But he gets a right. friend. Right. Puppy friend. And, and look, wait, they sent like, a dog by Amazon? I didn't see that. No, they no, no, no. You think he's going to be crated, or maybe they have to give him away, or. But the big reveal they, is they actually bought the crate for uh, for a dog friend, another dog that they bought to be this dog's friend. Uh-oh. So he's not destroying the whole house. He has a friend. And so you know, again, like that is, I think you know, it's an emo- it's an emotional story, like exactly Agreed. like Becky, right? And it and yeah. it's it builds really well, mm-hmm. right? And then it's Amazon is like literally in the ad when they are ordering the crate, 
you know, like you actually right. have the screen where the yeah. creative is. And so it's intrinsic. And so um, that's another thing that I would say is like, to be honest, and I'm not trying to be, you know, snobby or whatever, but the craft was missing in a lot. Of, that sounded just so pretentious. I don't no, mean no, it. Like, no, please, that's why you're here. This is what we bring you here for. We need you to say uh, that. We can't right, say I, I'm not trying to use the word craft, like, you know, but, but, but there are ways it's of It's an writing. artistry, man. We agree with that. Right? It's supposed to be a story. It's, it's literally a piece yeah, of like, film. Yeah, like, Serena doesn't even drink the alcohol in the ads. No, but even so, like, like She's not allowed to. That's illegal. Oh, I get it. Not allowed to do that in advertising. Guys, what I'm getting at, though, is like literally this was written and timed and it built in intensity. Yeah. And then it had yeah. a thing. And then it had a reveal, which gave you a little surprise at the end. Like, <laughs> like there, there's like, do you know what I mean? There, the craft back is in it. my day, it, it used to be when I started in advertising, writers, copywriters who were doing scripts, everybody had a stopwatch at their desk because you knew you had 30 seconds to work with and you would time it. You would time out your dialogue. You would time out, yeah, you would time out. Mm. Um, to make sure, right? And look, I'm not saying people don't use stopwatches, so everything's gone to shit. But there just isn't, and especially when we're dealing with celebrities and you're dealing with all these, you know, there, there, there. A lot of the the ads that I think we saw, it felt hasty. The jokes weren't good. Like the, you know mm. what I mean? Like that They're John Ham. Like it's just like it's not great writing, or you didn't have a payoff at the end, or you didn't have. And so I think this was. Like it worked as a, you know, there's a right. bit of a formula to why these things work. And, and you know, that, that works. So this one, I can't fucking, excuse me. This no, one, I, you, can, I, you can, you can get as expletive as you mm -hmm. need to. Number, number three, I cannot believe, which was uh, called new year, new neighbor. And that is the T-Mobile ad with the guys from uh, Scrubs and John. And Travolta. John Travolta. That was, <laughs> no, I like, that's no, an, that was the Bradley Cooper one that was more. Oh, the Bradley Cooper one was so funny. So that delicious. one was great. Okay. Here, was here's delicious. my but that John Travolta. That was an uh, that was unacceptable. I here's want my... someone should pay me seven million dollars so, to watch that. Olivia Newton John just died. I just I feel know like it felt it in bad taste. So grim. So yeah, I, here's what my case. I, I did not like it. This one was terrible. But my case for that commercial is, or just mm. the questions I have and the case I have is like number one, they've been using Zach Braff and Donald Faison all year. Which, unless your kids watch Scrubs, most people Nobody are watching this being no like, sense. who are these yeah. two old guys that are friends that are always doing stuff together? As a funny aside, you know where I watched Scrubs? Um, in that crazy apartment you had in Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. That was my on, big travel show. DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, I was like home in the mornings waiting for you to like So, so it's just work. you two like, recognizing yeah, Scrubs. JD <laughs> and... Exactly. So the 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 grimness, the morbidness of John Travolta doing this, right? Because here's here's I'm, here's I'm playing out the story. Sandy is dead, and Danny Zuko so has awful. now moved into a town for like divorcee dads, where JD and Turk live. Also, right? Because JD's relation, I mean, maybe he's still with. Uh, Look, Shay, your Elliot? backstory about this. And about so this the idea commercial is too much. Is too much. Like yeah, that's I, the problem. If that's but, how far, but I think it's the no, nostalgia. People are suckers for is. that song and Travolta, so they're like, oh, it's almost not recognizable. <laughs> that's it on its face, right? They had everybody oh, looked brutal. like they were having a good time. John Travolta yeah. actually pulled off this like whatever move the, or whatever moves. you know what I mean. And yeah. people are like, oh my, look at these guys. Wow, John Travolta um, still has it. 
But I, I mean, I, yeah. I, it's okay. shocking to me. I think that was one of the absolute worst things I've ever seen. Amazing. Um, <laughs> number, number two, and this one is interesting, um, and because uh, I want to note the placement. Um, number two is called Back for Good, and this was the M&M's ad where they resolved right after the game. Um, this whole thing of like they replaced the clams the, and Maya Rudolph and right. the woke and the very I didn't understand complex that. political story. I didn't understand, I didn't understand that. that at all. It's too complicated and of a storyline. Way too complicated. And I think that's a perfect example of, of you know people at the brand and the agency trying to like, okay, it's going to be the Super Bowl. We're going to concoct this thing and we're going to make use of the run up to the Super Bowl. And we're going to you know say we're killing the spokespeople. Um, two years ago for, or three years ago, they killed off Mr. Peanut, by the way. Like, like this is right. like a thing. We're going to get all this attention. Yeah, jo Josh killed the yellow crayon at Crayola. That's it. Right, which no, is he retired. He didn't kill him. He well, just, like, retired him. He went on, like, it a... It would have been cooler. I love the Mr. Peanut roast. I love the Mr. Peanut roast. Well, and, and, that, and that was a way, right, where they're hoping you'll do the QR code and then go and watch more content and be engaged with the brand. I've, like I've watched the right. other roast bits. They're funny. Right. <laughs> right. That's where I feel like the QR works. Cause you're like, this is hilarious. I'll keep watching. Right. There's something, there's something in it for you. Right. So this, to be honest, one of the worst performing as the, was that clam M and M clam Maya clam, because, um, because it didn't make any fucking sense. To right. They right. spent $7 yeah. million dollars for like a bit. Right. For Not only was it a bit don't. like that ad in and of itself didn't make any sense. It's predicated right. on you understanding and already knowing that Maya Rudolph has taken over from the spokes things, which, yeah, there there was a bunch of publicity about it. But, you know, 100 million viewers, you know, is not yeah. uh, right. And then and then so it didn't make any sense. And then so here. Right. This one was which is the number two, two performance was was this M&M's. Um, and it basically. Um, it basically now you know, the iconic characters return. So it's super well branded. They do exactly what you did. They give you a joke, right? Um, it's, you know, it's a warm welcome and everybody feels great about it. And they know exactly what this ad. I'm not saying it was the best ad. It's like a Coca-Cola classic moment, like the return to Coca-Cola classic from new. Coke I guess so. Like it was, but it was all. But were the M and M's? Like I, wasn't the big wasn't the big complaint that the M and M's were sexy? Were these M and M's sexy? Carlson. Wasn't there a whole yeah. thing about them not being sexy enough anymore? Well, well, so so yeah. basically, what desexualized the M and M's. Desexualized, right? They, so, instead of wearing high heel boots, they put the female M and M in sneakers. Right. So it, it turned into a woke. Anymore. You know, Tucker Carlson took it as a woke culture war because it's woke for women to wear or whatever. Sneakers. So then essentially, like, I don't know how good this advice was. The brand jumped on it to say, okay, let's say, let's, let's say, I'd get all this attention for saying we're, we're actually going to get rid of the spokespeople. We understand, right? And they put out this statement, which is like, it's too controversial. We don't want any controversy. So we're going to place it with somebody who's not controversial, Maya Rudolph, right? And, 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 then, and then they kind of played on that. And then, and then truthfully, the Maya Rudolph, according to this, was literally Oof. the rock bottom performing, <laughs> ad, which makes sense right? because it, Nobody understood what the hell was going on. You have clams yeah. reference. Like it was such a weird, you know, if yeah. you, and then, and then anyway, so the resolution, I guess, carried more weight for people and whatever. Okay. okay. And then, and then, and then this one is, it's a bit of a letdown, right? But I, I, I understand it. No, it, it, it was, it was that, it was the Disney hundredth um, anniversary kind of retrospective. Okay. Yeah. Was, I mean, okay. No, no, no. I, I got to okay. say yeah. my husband who worked 
for Pixar Disney for 11 years, who has literally a heart made of stone when this comes to stuff, when it comes to this stuff, like does not react whatsoever. He watched how it feels. He's like, oh, wow. I guess uh, it feels. It's a good <laughs> reminder of all the incredible films Disney has made over the years. I, I think very yeah, important. It makes moments. sense to me that that's why people reacted because you got parents, you got people like oh, people I, who watch just was, children's, you know. That's in my you best got, list. Yeah, you've got, you really hit a lot of demographics with that one. Yes, ex- ex- exactly. And and that's why, right. And, and the thing Literally is- Literally for everyone. Right, it's for everyone. It's all these amazing moments from all these things that people are attached to and they love. So it's right, naturally right. emotional, like literally from the get-go. You don't have to build, you don't have to. And everything they show is literally a quote unquote key brand asset, right? Because it's it's a Disney thing. So the whole (laughs) thing, you're like, ah, it's kind of, it's, it's a bit of an easy. They didn't do any of the deep cuts from the live action seventies Disney movies. There was no black. It's a bit of an easy one to make in a way, because it's a win-win in a lot of ways. That's right. And so, and so, you know, it, it was really, um, you know, obviously it worked, it worked amazing. Um, you know, all this fluency and it's fine. And then, right. If you look at the, if you look at a face trace or whatever, like, you know, right. As Encanto comes in, like it's, you know, people are already Ugh. like, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, it worked and look like most brands can't do that. Like, it's just not possible. Right. Tide, like, there's also, only so Disney, many editions Disney, of Tide people know. Well, right. well, exactly, also, I mean, I'm exactly. You know, Disney yeah, you owns everything so they can put everything in the ad. Too. <laughs> but also like. Oh, that like, was his one joke. He's like, and we made Star Wars, which we just bought a couple of years ago, but it still counts. <laughs> right. right, exactly. But, right, so most, most brands don't have that type of equity or that right. kind of, like yeah. to the example of Tide, like you don't spend your amazing moments like with your family thinking about tide like like you do watching a movie or whatever so right you know it's it's a bit unfair because nobody it has an unfair advantage right yeah Um, all right before we talk about jesus because i want to do the the he gets us next but but just can we have a shout out for dave girl in Crown Canada. Oh, thank you, Canada. Four Canadians here. Yes. Four Canadians here. Again. Awesome. And that man's had a very hard year. Yeah. Lost his best friend. It was yeah. great to see him not only in and this maybe comes back to the authenticity. If you know anything about Dave Grohl, he loves Rush. He loves, you know, he is someone who would love Canada. It was a very sweet commercial. Yeah. And I don't, what was it, alcohol? I don't care. It's Crown Royal. It was, yeah, it was Crown, Crown Royal. Royal. Like it, yeah, but it's sort of like, it didn't matter. The it was, message it was, was it is, Isn't the I gotta tell Crown you, Royal? Granted, is, is I'm, very, I'm very influenceable in whatever. I'm easy to influence. I love marketing. Like, yes, give me a good commercial. I'll buy your product. That left me leaving. Like the feeling I had was, if I went to a bar and ordered a Crown Royal, I'd be like, yeah, I love Canada. I'm going to drink some Crown Royal and prove that to everyone. Like it worked. Hundred percent worked on me, which is interesting, right? Because we, we because we're all Canadian, and it, and it <sighs> and it gave us a soft spot and some pride and that kind of thing. Well, I wonder so, how all the Americans felt, <laughs> right? You know, because it's interesting, like because and, and again, this is one of these things. Like they're trying to tell you something true and unique about the brand, right? And so the, Crown Royal is Canadian whiskey. That one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. And and so I, I guess I wonder, like, is that your angle? Like, we're going to associate it with all these other awesome Canadian inventions and people and bands and say, thank you. Like, maybe that maybe that is. So I want to say two things about that. One is, if you remember, um, you know, back when we were, you know, 
college or some of you high school. Um, <laughs> uh, remember Molson had that, oh, you know, yeah. that, that, you yeah. know, the rant, you know, wasn't that the beginning? Kidding. Wasn't that at the, the start of your advertising career? Didn't, exactly. isn't that yeah. sort of yes. you chased well, down it? Molson yes. to join that crew? One, one of my, a big part of my first job in advertising was working at the agency that made that ad getting copies of it made and put onto like VHS tapes or three quarter inch, Amazing. you know, literal tapes and then mailing them to people who had requested it because they wanted to show it like at their town's like parade. Wait, what was Canada the ad? Or, like, this was, um, it, it basically was, it was a guy um, and, and he sort of, he says, uh, he, he comes in, it's a monologue and he says, you know, all of these things, it, it uses the United States as a foil where he says, you know, I have a, I have a prime minister, not a president. I, mm-hmm. you know, the beaver is a truly noble animal. The Chesterfield right, right, right. is a couch, right? And he builds and yeah. builds and builds. And he says, I'm Joe and I am Canadian, right? And, that, and then that was Molson's tagline at the time. I am Canadian. They went back to it. It was just, it came actually the, the I don't mean to sidetrack us. The impetus for it was, they noticed this massive surge of Canadian pride surrounding the Tragically Hips performance at Woodstock 99, right? Where people were there with their flags. Which is like the worst Woodstock ever, Woodstock but that part ever. was good. I, I, I yeah, make, they were yeah, at Woodstock 99. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the right, one that they right? make the horrible documentaries of, but the hip was cool. Right. So the hip, and it was a daytime set, and there was just a sea of Canadian flags wherever it was. And people were like, look at this, look at this pride that hasn't been tapped into anyway. So, so they did that. And then they went, you know, from there on all this kind of stuff. And there were some similarities in terms of Canadian inventions and all as the campaign kind of went on. Mm, Great. And what was interesting was people loved it and they, and, and it represented them and they got it tattooed on their bodies and they, you know, they asked for copies of it to show the death but it didn't really help them sell that much beer (laughs) (laughs) because at the moment of truth, when you're at a bar and you want to impress somebody or you want to feel like you're a cool person or whatever, whatever, like you order a Stella, right. Or, 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 you know, or whatever it was at the time. Like, like, is that your thing? Do you want to come walking over to a girl being like, Mm-hmm. Like here's a here's a Sleeman here's a Sleeman's honey oh, brown. Okay, <laughs> all right. We gotta talk about we gotta talk about he gets us. Right. Okay. So so first, um, two things. I think I think a we need to acknowledge like the actual roots and funding for this work, right? Which is an organization, um, uh, which is technically a nonprofit, heavily funded by Hobby Lobby, which is you know, anti-LGBTQ, anti-abortion, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, the list goes on. Exactly, you know, sort of what you would expect from in today's day and age, like a Christian, you know, national, whatever organization. Right. Um, So, which is, which is, I think we we just need to put that on the table. A conservative Christian. A conservative Christian organization. The the second thing to put on the table, right, is um, when you do, consumer research, uh, and you, if you're doing focus groups or, or whatever, it, it, it's very important when you're talking to people to understand their relationship with the brand. So there are, there are some people we call active users or whatever who buy the brand all the time and love it. There are some people we call lapsed users who, you know, they've bought it before, but they haven't bought it recently. And then there's a group of people who are rejectors of the brand, 
um, who won't buy it. Not necessarily because they don't like it. They might have something else that they use regularly instead, but it's it's not for them. They're not it's interested. It's like what happens in with Pepsi. Right. Gotcha. Or, or, right. And, and so those are the people we don't talk to, right? Because okay. it, it feels like you're not you're not going to hear you're, useful you're things to get people to right. buy stuff because they're right. for what one reason or so mm-hmm. I should just put my cards on the table. Like I'm a brand rejector for Jesus at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so the, we're all we're all Jews. We we uh, like him as a guy, but we're right, not so, we're not signing yeah. up to I'm the not, religion. Right, right. So and without, I'm just saying, right. So that you know, this is a you know, you can take that as a context for the. But what 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 really I have to say, um, the, the one it was I think it was the second one um, where, with the which, conflict, which the ended with one. right. Jesus loves the people we hate, right? All of us. Uh, so first of all, it was quite striking, right? In the sea of all these like celebrities goofing, right? It was quite, quite striking. And then what I was thinking of it, like strategically, like if you had to write an advertising strategy to reframe the way people think, because truthfully, like in, in many ways, like Jesus, Christianity, et cetera, has a difficult potentially reputation at the moment, mm-hmm. like, like in a terms re-brand of evangelical- Kind kind of a thing. Like often, what you're trying to do with advertising is reframe the way somebody thinks about something. Because if right. people want, if people thought about the brand the way you wanted, or people were doing you what, right. what you wanted, you wouldn't. Yeah, really you would be selling enough. Right. So I, I just thought, you know, with all those things taken in, like just as a piece of advertising strategy or as a, as a piece of communication, it's quite interesting as a take. And, and, to, and I and I would say the without knowing who the funder is, right. So, I, like, accepting the fact that there's a certain amount of manipulation, the I, if you don't follow the website, which is you've mentioned, a lot of people don't take action. But the idea of sending a message that ties back to I know a lot of Christians who are extremely tolerant people. I know a lot of Christians who, you know, and there are a lot of things that Jesus taught that are extraordinarily valuable. We were always raised in our house by our dad, who is almost a rabbi, you know, to to look at the positive things that Jesus taught. If I take that in a silo, right, with no context, which a lot of people have no context when they're watching the Super Bowl, right? Um uh I and I look at for the message there. It could be illuminating that to be a good Christian, you need to be tolerant, right? Now, I don't know if that's what Hobby Lobby is trying to achieve or whatever, but that is not an inherently negative message. And I and I do think the way it was presented was effective. I, I I've seen a lot of rage about oh, religions advertising. That's how I feel. I'm My like, feeling is is that if separation if church and state people, I don't or, need to have no, no, no. your religion. That's what the that's what the government. This is private. The government. I just whatever. think they ban. No. They, they separation the Super Bowl, sports and religion. The Super Bowl denies like the they. I think they denied the the affair website, right? The website for like high pro like where you go to have an affair. They wanted to. Do oh an yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like What's an adult performer. Called, um, and I'm just and I'm just saying this. I'm like. If you're going to have religions, right, and you're going to have nonstop gambling, man, and 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 I and I did some fun prop bets during the thing, but like the these apps, like they have sort of some don't gamble, be, be safe gambling ads, and then they constantly barrage you with offers to bet right. and emails, right? So right. you're talking about like, so you got religion, you got gambling, you've got intoxication nonstop. I'm like, 
but we're drawing the line of people having affairs. We're drawing the line. Like I, I'm sure OnlyFans wouldn't be allowed to have an ad, right? So I, but that's I, because I, that's the problem with the United States. Well, the United States, Sex the bad. NFL decides, doesn't the NFL decides who can money decide religion who can good. Yeah. Yeah. It's sex so, bad. So but, money but, but, bodily Jesus autonomy good. bad. But I don't money, object to Jesus the, good. Um the, the images in there. All right. No, I mean the ad itself, I can I say the ad itself. Oh was beautiful. I think that it, if it went instead of Jesus, it was like, just like peace. Right. Like an like be nice. Just like or, be nice or, and, and not like- in, Or if I, you I, are I, a true Christian, believe in tolerance and like well, that, that's what And, and that's right, where like, the power but, of it is, right? Because I think what, what has happened, like I think if you were a, if you were a Christian person or you were a lapsed Christian person or somebody in terms of your relationship with Jesus, right? You might in this day and age, like there's so many things in terms of- right where you're seeing like actually the behavior of of the christian right in some in some cases like feels intolerant or feels and then and then so something to say like actually jesus loves the people you hate like it's a massive reframe just from yeah. a communication so, exercise so so the real um, question is is it a rebrand or is it instructions is it instructions to christians to be tolerant or is it a smokescreen well, to say? It's, right? it's smokescreen because the people who are funding it don't believe in that. Okay. Well, right, and then, and it takes you somewhere. It asks you to visit the website and the and and right. And then take, right. take yeah. that. And then it's, What's it's funny is if you Google that website, you go to this website that looks exactly like it. That is a anti. He gets us website that exposes everything. It's really confusing. Like also, like then with I the Scientology could, was, ad, it's like really. Mm, I think it's a yeah. bit much. Oh. You're not going to let me see how people can have affairs. I don't want your religion pushed on me during a football game. <laughs> can I mention? Um, can I? Can yeah, I mention? Yeah. Go for it. One other one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while we're, yeah that was work, interesting. Is it going to be the workday one? Well, okay. I did want to mention that one, um, which I'll do so quick. Can, okay. Can I mention two? Yeah. yeah. Mention ahead, two. Ahead. Okay. So here's what we're going to do because we want to be conscious. Running out of time. So well, you'll do your two. And then I'm going to do a quick fire because this is a movie podcast and we're going to like run really quickly through. I have a plan to run really quickly trailers. through the movie trailers because those were some of the best commercials we saw. They have I totally, agree. totally um, agree. OK, so so um, so Workday um, is is, I think, worth mentioning and interesting because, again, like we were talking about before, like the craft, like that's a good ad. Right. It, it hosts, Workday. That was where, where they where you had actually Paul Stanley from Kiss. And and right there, they're basically telling. Like, don't be a soup. Don't call don't yourself a rock the word star. Rock star, rock star. Like not everyone oh, okay. in HR just, or whatever. Just because yeah, basically, basically like these rock stars being like, no, 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 we're the rock stars. Don't stop calling each other rock stars, right? Mm -hmm. Which is like such a workplace thing. It's like geez, lingo. It's total and rock so insincere. Oh, maybe it's because yeah. I like don't work with people or in an office. <laughs> it's like, I'm like the people you like, work uh, with are on this phone call. <laughs> yeah, right. True. It is. It is such. Uh, like Holy. trope of office working, which is right. like that person is a total rock star, but, and, and, <laughs> which is a compliment thing. Like, you know, but what you're saying is like they always come through and they perform at a really high level at the office. Um, you, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and so I just thought it was quite funny. Like as a, as a, as a, it had an idea in it. To the, I'll, to the I'll point say this. I heard a story today because I was talking about it. I heard a story that the night after, so Monday night, there was an event that some people I knew were attending and a very, um, like a, a senior person at the company. So not not sort of just an average person, but not someone you'd expect to have watched every Super Bowl commercial, introduced someone as a rock star and then said, oh, 
I guess we're not supposed to say that anymore. <laughs> so it it's like immediately it's worked. It's in worked. the bloodstream. Whether or not that person then goes, hey, go order that HR software. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the other totally thing. That's the other story. interesting piece of it. What they sell is like almost impossible to explain. It's a cloud-based <laughs> enterprise software solution that lets you keep track of your HR uh, training, finance, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? So it's like they're in kind of a funny it's position. so niche. Right. I mean, it's so well, niche. But it's obviously a big, they obviously have a big enough potential audience. Right. Well, in this case, it's they have two audiences. They have the person who is going to be making this recommendation in their company, like the head of HR, the head of finance or whatever it is, the CFO. And then there is the actual approver of it, right? The CEO, the CFO, the president, what, you know, whatever it is. And so in, in some cases, having this name out there that people have heard of it and they have a good feeling about it. When they do like, have to make that decision, right, they'll is, maybe is, defer to the better commercial. It's helpful, right? And the, and the other yeah. thing is like, look, I'm sure all the time these guys spend a ton of money on LinkedIn ads and following people around the internet with programmatic advertising, you know, right. to be like, oh, need help with your payroll, blah, you know? And and, and so, you know, I this was an opportunity. explanation of this. <laughs> like, I mean, truthfully, I was on their website and like, I <laughs> can't figure it out. Like, I don't even know, but, but, you know, and so, cause otherwise, you know, if this is an opportunity for an incredible amount of awareness, if you can, if you can stick the branding, uh, which that's questionable in this case. Um, and so, but it's a nice opportunity to be like, okay, like they said, HR and finance rock star, like literally 10 times, you know, throughout, throughout the thing. So you're probably like, okay. If I'm an HR person, you, you might already be familiar with Workday. It might be one of the things you've been considering, or you soon will be because, right, we're, as you start searching for stuff, we're going to follow you around the internet and remind you. And so, Got it. I, and, and it just was, it had the crap, like it had, right, had this moment in it where Ozzy Osbourne is sitting like in a white. <laughs> That's really tie, funny. I'm Oswald. Around, he's like, I'm Oswald. <laughs> the person's like, hi, Oswald. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it was, it was nicely. Um, anyway, so I thought, I thought that was cool. Okay. The other one I just want to mention, I'll literally take 30 sure. seconds. Yeah, go ahead. Tubi. Um, Tubi. Right? Oh, yeah. Tubi. So, <laughs> so I just watched that one. That's aggravating. So it's, 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 it's interesting for one reason. I fell right? for it. A hundred percent. And I was sitting by myself on the couch. Well, I fell for it. it. I screamed. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I screamed. So it, I was like, who touched, who touched everything? <laughs> right. It's disruptive. And it got everybody's attention because yeah. right, that's the whole point of these Super Bowl ads in, in many ways, which is this is your chance to have an audience of a hundred million people all at one time. Right. Which, which now is impossible in any other way. Right. Whereas, you know, when friends was on air, they got 40 million viewers for friends every week, right? Now that the Grammys this year had 12 million people, right? So, so, so being able to reach people at scale yeah. is virtually impossible. Doesn't happen, and so, doesn't happen anymore. Right. So, so I, you can understand the decision-making here, which is, okay, we have a hundred million people. How do we, how do we make sure we are noticed? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Fucking with them is like really always, you know. Is, Agree. Is there, is I mean, answer? it worked. But but so anyway, I, I thought it's it just worth um, it's just worth um, mentioning. That's okay. I thought it was great. Okay, I thought it was great. So we are a movie podcast. This is what we're going to end on. We're going to end on a lightning round. Buy, rent, or miss. So I'm going to say a thing. Buy, rent, or miss. One person will make their case for it. And I'm just going to upfront just say with the flash. Okay, 
Why do I need the Flash when I could ju- just give me a Michael Keaton Michael Batman Keaton. movie? I okay. jumped out of my actual seat. Oh, they've been ta- they've been te- if you've been following no, nerd traffic, fo- they- I 100% okay. don't follow anything to do with superheroes. Yeah, Lil, so if you've been following nerd traffic, nerd traffic Lil, if you've been following nerd traffic, you would know DC, that that was if, coming. On top of it, if I already don't give a shit about Marvel, I give less a shit about DC. Also, I give so a much shit about Keaton. I give so a much shit. controversy. I mean, Ezra, Ezra Miller is very at the center of some being. very bad yes. allegations, and it's yeah. it'll be really interesting to see what James Gunn is going to do. But I, I I would assume that they will use this Flash to offload it, offload him. Um, uh, also, I, I'm a little bit sick of the Flashpoint story. This will be the third time I will have seen it, like on television in like three years, in like five years. Um, all right, so okay, so the Flash by Renter Man, Lily. The ad, not the movie or Ezra Miller. The ad. Really? The I'm going ad. to buy Michael Keaton. Yes. Okay. Buy. I flipped okay. it up when I saw that. Mark. Buy. Yeah. Uh, back. I mean, sure. Yeah, I'll buy it because it had Keaton in it. All right. I. I Even I, that movie. I, I would, a big but I, I see. I'm going to rent because I know it's a. It's like a misdirect. I like. He'll be in it for five minutes, and and like it'll be so annoying. But I like the Galaxy they... Three. It looks like their final voyage. Maybe I don't know. Meh. Meh. Do not care. Oh. Meh. I, I Why is it a... sad? I'm sorry. I watch Guardians of the they... Galaxy to, to have laugh. fun. All that and whole laugh. looks like. <laughs> Why is this a drama? Needs, Why is this like, movie a drama? Needs a Men, Prozac Men. and like an hour of therapy and some meditation, nothing. some mindfulness. Okay. I'm not no, here for that. Nothing ab- Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, and the Flea Bag of Destiny. I love her. Done. Bye. Bye. There. Yes. Um. I. I... I basically, oh, wait, I'm jumping in. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, we paused to let you Sorry. You have, you have we the music. ignored Shai's role. Okay, you have the music. Okay, so for go me, I, my answer is the odd number Indiana Jones movies are really good. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> um, Fast X, which is Vin Diesel versus Aquaman. Went to go get um, something to eat during that commercial, and it was 15 <laughs> minutes long. So it was like watching a whole movie that I never want to watch. So I'm done. Meh. I don't know. I, I I think this is really. I think this this series is aging great in the later years. I like Fast nine. and the Aquaman. Is that what you call it? Fast and the Aquaman. Okay. Scream, aka Scream in the City, aka Screams, like aliens, because okay. it looks like there's just a lot of. I don't. Again, meh. It's not. Jenna Ortega. I'm on board. I mean, she's great. I'll rent it. But they can't. Ortega, they can't, they can't kill Gail Weathers off. If they kill Gail Weathers uh. off. Uh, I'll be annoyed. Okay, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. We're back in retro Transformers. This one takes place Look, in the '90s and features Optimus Mirage. Primal is very important to my family because <laughs> okay. I have a six-year-old boy, and he loves this crap. So okay. because of shy, so I have to buy it because I probably will buy it okay. literally and watch it with my kid. So it seems that since they did the Bumblebee movie. They 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 realized that maybe they should make the Transformers a little bit like they were when we were kids, and so I don't know so what the retro feel behind. is a little intriguing. The one the this... the Bumblebee movie with Haley Steinfeld was good. Mark, what about you? you, you well, one I'm one sure thing you guys are going to go see Beast Wars in the theater, right? Oh, totally, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, Be- Beck is a real buyer for for uh, Transformers, but one of, one of the interesting things, right? As as uh, in the end card at the end of that ad. Right, the the O in Transformers turned into the Porsche logo, which is which. Oh, is, right, because Mirage is a Porsche. 
And so oh, is that that's is like a that triple a, advertising? That's some serious right. product placement. So it's, yeah. I, I know, I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, that's but cool. I'm okay. probably Same. not going to see it. All right. 65. <laughs> uh, but I am on any theory. planet at any time, anywhere, <laughs> in any marriage. I'm there for it. Whatever he's doing, I'm buying. Did you like him in that commercial where they clearly wanted Keanu Reeves and then they... But they just got him? They, they can only get Adam Driver. Yes, I like him in anything. Done. Okay. Yeah, uh, a huge buy. It spurred a big conversation about, you know, at, in, in our Super Bowl watch party uh, about love for Adam Driver. So, yeah. So, yeah. There was a lengthy conversation. Any movie he's yeah. in. Bye. I'm going to rent it. I don't like those okay. kind of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons, and, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm gonna rent it. I don't like and the Furious. <laughs> uh, I'll rent. I'll rent it. That's right. like a and, good rent. And yeah. now Creed Three. We've seen a few ads for this already. I'm already excited for it. So I don't yeah, feel like that's, that's a buy. Good. I don't. That was not a big reveal of the Super Bowl. And then one of the so now I want to put the context. There's the Super Mario Brothers animated one, but SNL just did this dystopian <laughs> future version with Pedro Pascal. I'm buying that one. <laughs> I want to see that one. This one looked all right. What about the one right that with what, the old that school was music a, and the what plumber about ad? the one that's an, a plumber ad? Yeah. That yeah, that one, was that one. Yeah, I buy that because that's so smart and hilarious, but I will never see that movie. But I buy the ad. I thought that oh, was a great, I will that's super make creative. Sure, your son sees that movie. Oh, I'm sure you will. All right. We want to thank our amazing guest. Oh my gosh. Mark There's Aronson. The questions. We could go on forever, Mark. King There's of so the advertising world. Back so again. So many questions. Uh, thank you for being here. Do you want people to follow you? You're not going to get much out of it, but uh, I'm. No, you got it. Uh, if you want to hear his advertising insights, come to this episode <laughs> once a year. That, that, that's it. You want to um, advertise during this 7 million for, for a six, for a, for a 30 second read. That's it. But I am on Twitter um, uh, at M A R K A R O N S O N. Cool. Cool. And Becky, where can people follow you and Lily? At FNM Sisters on Instagram. And you can see all the stuff Lily posts about us. And, <laughs> and you can I follow like. me. And you can follow me at Pancake for Table, Pancake the Number Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. All the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie and FryNightMovie.com. Theme song is by What Does It Eat? Thank you again to our amazing guest. Thank Mark you. Harrison. This was so Bye. fun. Thanks, guys. Awesome.